The Holy Gospel today comes from Mark chapter 13, 1-8. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to them, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked them, Do you see that these great build do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon the other. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will it be? What will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Please be seated. And please pray with me. Father, we acknowledge, honor, and give thanks for the selfless service and sacrifices made by so many members of our military over the years. Without their courage and dedication, we would not be enjoying the freedoms that we take for granted. Amen. Like the tall columns and the huge stones of that magnificent Jewish temple that stood during Jesus' earthly lifetime, our military services function as a bulwark, supporting the independence and the political structure of our nation. Lest we become smug and complacent, let us be reminded of Jesus' words in today's Gospel reading at the temple. Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another. All will be torn down. What will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Peter, James, John, and Adam. I wonder if they really took Jesus seriously, especially when he didn't give them any kind of a definitive answer. We do know this. Jesus does not lie. A siege took place in Jerusalem in the year 70 CE, or common era and was the decisive event of the first Jewish-Roman War, in which the Roman army captured the city of Jerusalem and destroyed both the city and its temple. Permanence of anything except the love of Jesus is just plain an illusion. We know from history that nations and civilizations come and they go. 
from the time many new nations prospered. But mismanagement, greed, or corruption seem to always take their toll. And like the stones of the temple, not one is left upon another. Jesus gave us two serious warnings that we should consider heeding. First, he said, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many have come in my name and say that I am he, and they will lead you astray. Most of us have heard or otherwise encountered some religious sounding charlatans of one sort or another whose primary objective was to part us from money in our pocket and put it in layers. Second, Jesus warned us that there will be wars and rumors of war. But he tells us, do not be alarmed. Now that doesn't sound right. There'll be rumors of wars and wars, and we shouldn't be alarmed. Jesus says this must take place. That's not the end. The end is still to come. Jesus continued, for nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be earthquakes in various places, and we know about that. And there will be famines, and we know about those. And this is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Lord, what next? Reading the scripture, my mind was drawn to a very familiar phrase of Mark Luther. Two of them, in fact. This is most certainly true. And what does this mean? First, sin is alive and well. It has permeated the minds and souls of every human being since it first occurred in the garden with Adam and Eve. And war is a byproduct of sin, since we as a nation are not likely to ever do away with sin, we must anticipate and prepare for new and continuing wars. Second, in the matter of earthquakes, they too will continue. And we might be able to lessen that number somewhat at frequency through good stewardship practices of Mother Earth, such as eliminating sand fracking for oil and gas, but this planet is a living body. It's not an inert stone. Therefore, the subject, uh, it is subject to the natural and the unnatural changes over time. Third, we're left with a continuing mystery. We know that the earth, we know that we know that the earth as we know it will end, and a new creation will unfold when Christ returns victorious. We just don't know when. So we have to stay alert. To borrow a line from the song that we sang last Sunday, when Jesus comes, we want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. 
I believe Jesus was trying to prepare his disciples for the unimaginable events that lie before them. Can you imagine the difficulty of Christ's task? His disciples will see the Lord, their master and good friend, first be anointed with praise and good wishes one week, only to be arrested the following week, then flogged, ridiculed, sentenced, subjected to a hard and very cruel death on a cross. On the day of Jesus' earthly death, God showed his displeasure with human hatred and sin by bringing a darkness during the day that caused the earth to go dark and an earthquake shook it with such force that it tore the curtain in that temple. I expect Jesus' crucifixion as a wake-up call for the disciples and others who lived at that time. But Jesus' message is as valid today as when it was first spoken. The difference is that we now are the intended listeners, you and me. We should pray for help to heed Jesus' godly advice and incorporate the wisdom in his scriptures into our daily lives. Rather than worrying about our earthly future, our time would be better used trying to live our lives in ways that the Lord finds pleasing, such as really trying to love our neighbors as ourselves. Not easy. We will no doubt falter and sometimes fail. If we do, we need to get up, brush off the dust, and try again. Fully trusting in Jesus, the one who graciously gave his life for each of us, we can set any uneasiness about the future aside because we know that our ultimate future is with the Lord and all the saints. Let's close with a prayer of thanks for all veterans and active personnel. Father, please bless each of our veterans and keep them still, and keep those still serving safe from harm. When the German service ends, return them safely to their family and friends. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We now have a hymn. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, that's number 888.